Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich. It's Tuesday where I am, which means it's time for Tanya Tuesday. And we are up to chapter 13, Perik Yud Gimel in Tanya, which is an interesting chapter in that structurally it serves as the answer, finally all of the pieces put together over the course of the last 12 chapters come to a point over here with chapter 13. The way that Tanya is structured is in the manner of a classical mimer, which is usually translated as a discourse, a uh, unique speech or class on Hasidic thought, which usually begins with questions. The questions are followed by the setup of a structure of how to view things spiritually, which then leads the questions to be answered. The Sefer Tanya, chapter 1, started with many questions on how one should understand what it means when the Talmud says that a person is sworn before his birth to be a tzaddik and not a rasha, but to be viewed or to view oneself as a rasha even when the whole world tells you you are a tzaddik. So how does one understand those opening, that opening remark in the Talmud was answered by chapters 1 through 12. And chapter 12 discussed what a Benoni was. A Benoni is to be understood as someone who is navigating the difficult relationship between his two souls, the godly soul, which is part of God above, and the animal soul, which views itself as a distinct, independent, autonomous entity, which should just serve its own autonomous, independent needs. And there is a struggle between these two souls, and the tzaddik is someone who has vanquished the animal soul and that everything he does is for Hashem. A rasha is someone who has rejected that and is just looking out for his own good and has no, has relinquished any control and therefore just does whatever he wants, whether for selfish reasons or in terms of averos. And a benoni is someone whose godly soul is always victorious in battle. But it's a victory in battle and not a victory in the war. Which leads us to chapter 13's answering all the questions of chapter 1. Go back to the class on chapter 1 to remind yourself of that. Chapter 13 begins with the words, The description of a Benini resolves the question, what does it mean that a Benini, this and that, judge him, meaning Yetzer Tov Yetzer Hara, meaning both the Yetzer Tov and the Yetzer Hara get a vote, but Hashem, like the third Dayan, like the third judge on a Bastin, will side with the Nefesh Elikis, with the godly soul, with the Yetzer Tov, and allow the person to be victorious in terms of Machshava Diburin Umaisa, thought, speech, and deed. However, the Yetzer Hara still has a vote. As the Balatanya writes, The Yetzirah is still in full control over its part of the human psyche. As the day it was born, It loves all of the joys and pleasures of this world without any consideration for the greater purpose that those pleasures serve. 
The fact that it's in the minority does not make it go away. Just like someone who's in the minority party in a parliament or Congress doesn't just give up and go home. He's always voting no. Trying to vanquish the good. The only thing is, he's outvoted. But that doesn't mean he goes away. He does not go home. Even somebody whose desire is to do mitzvos constantly has to push back to make sure that the Yetzirah does not get any control. And the Baal continues in the second half of the chapter to say, Bebenoni hu ka'odam sheyoshen. Bebenoni is the status of a Bebenoni's Yetzirah is like someone who's sleeping. So that even though while he's davening, he hopefully is thinking of Hashem, or he is, a Bainrani is, but the Yitzhahara can wake up at any moment and cause trouble. And this answers why Rabbah, in chapter 1, said he was a Bainrani, even though he was learning all the time and doing mitzvahs all the time, but he saw his learning and doing mitzvahs all the time as, as somebody who was constantly davening and not letting the Yitzhahara get an opening to do anything wrong. So what's the difference between a Benoni and a Tzaddik? A Tzaddik has won the war. So for a Tzaddik, someone who's a Benoni, that's not the real thing, because the Benoni is constantly on guard and constantly fighting. So the service of God of a Benoni is not a true service the way a Tzaddik views it. However, a Benoni, on his level, constantly waging war, is doing what is true for him on his level, because that is what is expected of him. Take a look at chapter 13, and then reference back and reread chapter 1, and you will see how so many of the issues that are brought up in chapter 13 are explaining how the questions that were brought up in chapter 1 are resolved. We'll leave it there for now. Have a wonderful day.